0: It's your boy, Tommy V of Raw Sex, so we're going to jump right into it. And um, I just left a good Twitter space, and I have something I want to get off my chest, basically. So, according to some of the women in this Twitter space that was hosted by Tommy Sotomayor, um, the only possible way a black man could not be attracted to black women or not have black women as his dating preference is if the black man has been through some kind of trauma. See, black women think they're so perfect that um, there's no way it could be them. For a black man not to like me, he has to be gay. He has to have been hurt. And that's the one we're gonna really focus on. But you know, there's plenty of other little reasons that they like to talk about. Self-hatred is never, maybe we're just fucking up ladies maybe all these black men who don't know each other who come from different walks of life I'm pretty sure I mean look at me I'm 28 Kevin Samuels is 52 Thomas Mayor is 46 Minister Jap I believe is in his 30s Steph is cold is 23 and we all come from different walks of life and that's just to name a few brothers who are outspoken about what's going on in our community right now um but you know according to you it can't, it can't ever be you, it has to be us. But let me show you how even in your own statement, it's still you. You You turn around and say, for a black man to not be attracted to black women, he, it must come from a place of trauma. So at what point do we stop having a conversation about black men who don't like black women and start talking about black women who cause so much trauma to a man that he disregards a whole entire group of people? And see, they get, this, they get this weird kick out of making you mad. The happiest I've ever seen a black woman is when she makes a black man mad. I've even told you guys before, I've I seen, seen a comment under a post on the Shade Room, if I'm not mistaken. I made a whole episode about it. I don't remember what the title was, but you can find it here on this podcast about a black woman who commented, I love seeing black men mad. Or she said, "I love seeing men mad." I forgot if it was black men or men. And there was over as I was making the episode, I kept re-uploading the comment section, and it was going up with thousands of likes. So there's hundreds of thousands, because that's just one comment of black women who get a kick out of making a man mad. Then when the man is mad at black women, all of a sudden it's it's a problem. But when are we ever going to address the fact that you guys not only are causing these problems, clearly based on what you said, it must be some type of trauma, something so heavy that make a man say, I don't want nothing to do with that whole entire group of people. I mean, could you imagine a teacher saying, I don't want to teach my class anymore? we'd be like, wow, what kind of kids are in a classroom that make a teacher say, I don't want to teach the class anymore. Fuck suspending a few of them. Fuck getting rid of one or two of them. No, I don't want anything to do with the whole class because either A, they're causing trouble or B, they just sit back and allow the trouble to be caused anyway. And the ones who sit back and allow the trouble to be caused, they get onto me, the teacher, more than they do their peers, who I wouldn't be the way I am if my peers weren't if their peers weren't always causing trouble in the class. So you have to ask yourself black man, two questions. When are they gonna address the so-called trauma that they that they admit themselves that come out this come out of their mouth, not black men's mouth? Out of black women's mouth, you're hurt, you're mad. Somebody, ooh, who hurt you? That's their favorite thing. Who hurt you? Who hurt you? You need to find some healing. You need to find some healing. The same group of people who are the most broken people in the world, this is what they tell you too. Love to scream out about some healing. You have to ask yourself that and you have to ask yourself the other question. Why do black women get more excited in making a black man angry than they do making a black man happy? Ask a black woman to make you happy. And she rolls her eyes and want to talk about what you're going to do for her. And it's all dependent on what you do for her. It comes at a cost. You have to pay for happiness with black women. And a lot of time you don't really get much back. They feel like your happiness should be rooted in their happiness. Meaning, if if your happiness should come from buying them stuff, making them feel good, calling them queens, bowing down to their every word and every bend of their knee. They real quick to tell you how they done pissed some nigga off. I mean, these women literally get on the internet and brag about how they made a man mad today. I've seen it plenty of times. I've seen it a million times. I I mean, I wouldn't even... I can't even give you an example. That's how many times I've seen it. You know, you know, you've seen something too many times where you can't even be like, I remember just one time I seen you have to literally be like, I mean, I just see it all the time. Literally get a kick out of it. They can't tell you the last time they made a, a black man happy, but they could definitely tell you the last time they made one mad. Then they get all excited and they, you could hear it in their spirit. They, oh, yeah, I made him mad. Yeah. Oh, I got his ass. When are they going to address this? that you are the only group of women out here fuck the fact that y'all want to see y'all y'all want to address that y'all the only group of women that have black have y'all men talking about them but when are you going to address the fact that you're the only group of women that put your men in a position where they feel like this is their only option is to grab the attention of the masses and basically like almost in a pathetic sense say help me please these women are out of control they will inflict pain and then laugh at that pain But don't ever fix your lips to laugh at a black woman's pain. Oh, it's a serious problem. No, you corny, you a clown, you goofy, you all these things. After one of them left the space, she got on Twitter and started calling Tommy Sotomayor a racist. I mean, a rapist and a pedophile. Then you wonder why nobody takes you serious. Because you'll go out there and just because you're angry at somebody over words... You'll throw around these words around like it's nothing. That's why I don't believe that Dylan Gonzalez girl saying Trey Songz raped her. That's what black women do when they're mad at you? They go take the words that they know everybody's going to believe and they throw it out there because everybody has this bad image of black men. So they know that people are going to believe him when they say, oh, he raped me. He abused me. He's a pedophile. He broke. He gay. They know people are going to believe these things. So they jump out there and say that. This woman who doesn't, who even in the space said she didn't know who he was. As soon as they got into it, she gets off of there, goes onto her Twitter where she's on there showing her pussy and her titties all up and down her profile and calls this man a pedophile and a rapist. A man who's never been accused of being a pedophile nor a rapist. He has no charges or anything. There's nobody out here trying to say, Tommy raped me one time back in 96, nothing. She doesn't know him from a can of paint. She just seen the title on the space and clicked on it, and that's what she—that's what she goes to. These women get more joy in, in making you mad, and it's a—it's a childlike mentality. You know what children do? I to, and I told this this um, this couple this one time. They they said it worked. I said, you know. If you're going to give energy to a child, make sure you're giving more positive than negative. Don't be that parent who has all this energy when the kid does wrong. But when the kid does good, you kind of just sit there like, oh, well, that's what they're supposed to do. No. If you're gonna if you're gonna knock them, you gotta cheer for them too. Because what happens is in the kids' brain, subconsciously, kids just want attention. And what happens is subconsciously they gravitate to whatever attention they get the most. So if they get at least a balance they'll probably lean more towards obviously the good if they if they get good they're going to be good but if all they get is bad they're going to get bad so black women provoke the bad out of a black man they get the bad and that's what they settle for that's why you'll have these women they'll come to you kind of even though it's condescending even though it's kind of a lot of shade in their tone when they're speaking to you they'll come nice at first and then all of a sudden all the cats get loose now all their true feelings about you come out all of a sudden your braids too tight you look broke you look dusty you look like you ain't got no job you look like you have mommy issues you look gay you look like you hate yourself they'll read your whole life story to you in five minutes of knowing you based off of a very bland conversation These are the same women who don't have any answers for themselves, but they have answers for everybody else. They have so much to say about everybody else. They could tell everybody their life story, but ask the black woman her life story. They hold everybody else accountable, but themselves. So you want to have a conversation about black men being hurt? You have to have the conversation about the black women who hurt them. And at what point do you admit that you just hate black men and that's why you hurt them? Or you need to stop hurting your black man as much? Because most black men, they can't be hurt by a black man. Most of them didn't even have their daddy in their house. So who was hurting them? Since you want to talk about mommy issues and half of you guys talking, what are you? You're also a single mom, just like his, just like mine, just like a lot of us. So are you any better? when you on Twitter with your whole pussy out I mean just asking are you any better cause my mama ain't on Twitter with her pussy out I don't think Tommy Sotomayor's mama's on Twitter with her pussy out I don't think Kevin Samuel's mama is on Twitter with her pussy out my mama don't talk the way y'all talk so I can only imagine what y'all sons is going through the embarrassment alone the humiliation his mama's a cheap porn star doing FaceTime videos for $10 with random men these niggas could one day be my football coach but mama on, mama on FaceTime showing them titties and giving them dick ratings and I better not say nothing or she gonna tell my bitch ass to go back in my motherfucking room and shut the fuck up and mind my business instead of grown boat business that's how my mama gonna talk to me I'm not saying that's how my mama talk to me I'm talking about y'all Thank God my mama didn't speak to me like that. I know what a real woman look like. But, you know, that's another story. But my whole thing is, you know, if if we're going to talk about one, then let's talk about the other. Because you just basically every time you say who hurt you or he's just saying that because a black woman hurt him. What you just did was admit that you are the root of the problem. And the same thing you don't like for people to do to you, you're now doing to that person. You are technically at that point, and mind you, I'm just going off of your logic. I'm not saying I agree. I'm just going off of your logic. You are not victim blaming. Because if a woman was like, you know, I don't I don't like to be around I don't like to be around men, I was raped, I, I, hate, men. I hate men, I hate men, I hate men, and we, we just sit there and say, Oh, who hurt you? Who hurt you? And she said, Well, I was raped by men. My whole life, I've been raped by different men, so I don't trust men. It'd be a problem for me to laugh at that, wouldn't it? And to continuously put that blame on how she feel solely on her. Even though technically it is her fault. She's held on to it. There's plenty of women who were raped and they don't hold on to that shit and they don't hate men. So you know at what point do we do we do do, do, do those same women who love the talk about some who hurt you and oh well it must be a it it, it, it can't be us y'all it, it somebody hurt him that ma'am that that means it was you so let's just say it's not you in particular the girl that's listening to this episode right now when do you grab your sisters and have the same smoke for them that you do for the brothers when do you grab your sisters and say, "Girl, what why why are you doing that to our men?" Then when they turn around and they hate us or they speak about us, we'll have a problem. But who wouldn't dislike or hate somebody who's doing to the to doing to them what you're doing when you're the only person doing it to them? I took a lot of time. I mean, me personally, I, I live the diverse life. I can genuinely say I've dealt with every group of people. I can genuinely say they're not one or two either. a, a, a good bit. And I can genuinely say that some of the worst people I've come across, they just, I don't know if it's a coincidence, but they just happen to be black women. They just happen to be black women. And this whole conversation is rooting from, you know, what Fresh and Fit said, you know, what Fresh and Fit said on their podcast has opened up so much dialogue that I think is necessary You know, I, I watched these black women today talk about people's moms and and, you know, well, your mom is black. And it's like when the last time a black woman who tells a black man his mom is black, told a black woman her daddy's black, because based on y'all's logic, if I go into Cynthia G's comment section right now, it should be a whole bunch of black women. Girl, did you know your dad is black? See, you don't do it because, for one, you're scared. But two, because you know it sounds stupid. Some of y'all tell myself, I don't want no broke-ass nigga. Your daddy's a broke-ass nigga. Did you know your dad is broke? So, if we go based off of that logic, then maybe maybe some of these black men who were raised by bad black moms don't want to date black women because... Well their mom's a bad mom Because if I told you your daddy broke What would you tell me Well exactly I don't want to go through what my mama went through With my broke ass daddy right So how do you know that some of these black men Who feel that way aren't saying hey I don't want to go through What my dad went through with my Emasculating ass Masculine You know stubborn ass Violent ass arrogant ass hypersexualized ass mama Vulgar ass mama which most American black moms are like that thank god I didn't have an American black mom thank god for that every day of my life but I had friends who had American black moms and when I was in their house that's all I heard shut your little dumb ass up shut your stupid ass up the fuck y'all in there doing I'm in here trying to watch TV shut that shit up take that shit outside I don't give a fuck I don't give a fuck. Go to the store and me some cigarettes. But mom, I'm only 14. Get your ass to the store and get me some motherfucking cigarettes. Y'all in there smoking weed and you can get me some cigarettes. That's how their mama talk to them. Why the fuck he wanna grow up and date somebody who act just like that? Then here's their favorite thing to say. No, those are just the black women you deal with. Ma'am, y'all feel the same way every time I talk to a black girl about black women and I get them to talk about it, lead the conversation they talk about black women the same way another thing I want to talk about I heard in the show too was and I wanted to bring this up too and get this off my chest really quick is and I'm going to do a whole episode about this as well um, how black women like the, like to turn on each, each other real quick real quick see in the benefit of a conversation, they'll claim some good shit. They'll claim all the good shit. When the conversation turns, and now it's like, okay, well, what about these things? They don't want to claim those things. You could be a black woman as long as you speak in the way black women want you to speak. You could be mixed Spanish, whatever. Your ass start talking the way they don't want to hear. You ain't even that. You ain't even black like that. They told a mixed girl in the room today, you ain't even really. You ain't even fully black. Since when do they care about that shit? Same thing with a light-skinned girl. They love the light-skinned the light girl. They allied, that light-skinned light girl love to put down the black man to go hang out with the other black girls. But guess what? As soon as you get chose over over another brother, I mean, excuse me, over another a darker sister, they start calling you names too. And I'm, I'm gonna take a point from Tommy. Tommy also brought up how the moms they will they'll claim all the good shit. They son grow up, they raise a the son by themselves, and the son grow up and become a basketball player, and everybody say his mama, his mama, mm-hmm, his mama, his mama. Little boy grow up to go shoot, go shoot the whole neighborhood. You can't blame the mama for that. That ain't the mom' fault. It's the dad' fault that wasn't there. Maybe the daddy not being there made that boy learn how to shoot that goddamn basketball on his own, too. I'm just saying you want to claim one claim both. See, black women ain't good at doing that. They only find conversations that benefit them. Anything else, they dismiss it. They deflect. They want to corner you. They want to yell, use insults, and they love to get technical. All of a sudden, black women love to get technical. The same black women who don't mind all of them being called queens and everybody saying that they beautiful and everybody saying such and such trying to be like you. Well, you have to ask yourself, if they're trying to be like you, they're doing it better than you. Cause they done took all your shit and they still not running around here with two, three baby daddies. They done took all your shit as you am going off what you say, and they still not running around here um, the least desired, last to get married, first to get divorced. So I don't know. Maybe you should be taking more notes from them. I know one thing they keep following behind y'all asses. they going to be some single, lonely, bitter ass bitches. Who the hell is trying to be like you? When almost every part of your new modern culture has been stolen from somebody else's culture or community. From the weaves that you wear, the textures, the Chinese letter tattoos, the Indian henna looking tattoos all of it. The way you talk down to men and all of that shit. That shit, that's not who you were. That's who you've become. You don't want to you don't ever want to deal with nothing, but you got so much to say about everything. So at what point do you do you realize that throughout your own mouth, you've admitted that you are the root of the problem? And at what point do you sit amongst yourselves because you know, in the ideal world, women women would be having these conversations, not me. But see, women don't want to have the conversations, so we have to have them. Somebody has to have these conversations. So one of y'all sit amongst yourselves and get y'all a little committee going, get y'all a little delegation bar, and sit up there and talk and say, ladies, we've got to put an end to this shit. The ball is in our hands at this point. It's not in the men's hands no more. We can't blame the white man. It's us now at this point. And we've we have sat here for at least 10 years now, especially on the internet, and have admitted, not knowing we were admitting it, but admitted that it is our fault. This thing that we don't like. This new wave of black men speaking, I guess, less than favorable about us. They're not making this shit up, ladies. They're not gay. It's not mommy issues it's not self-hatred it's not um, it's not just bitterness and if it is bitterness they didn't just wake up one morning with that shit they did just eat a bowl of eggs one day and said, Oh, this tastes like bitterness towards black women you'd be a damn fool to think that black men want to live in a world where we can't even talk to our own women We all we got, for real, for real. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? I just watched a white woman get chewed up yesterday on Instagram for saying that she understood where where Myron from Fresh and Fit was coming from. She got called all kind of mayo monkeys. I never even knew that was a term. That's a, I guess that's a new thing now. I heard it again today. She got called all kind of names. She got chewed up, bullied, got told she looked like a man. She don't look like a man at all. I ain't gonna lie to you. And she's not even white. She's Colombian. These are the same women who don't want to be called Laquisha like and Shaniqua, but what do they call white women? Karen and what? Becky. When y'all gonna realize that a lot of the things that y'all do is detrimental to yourself. You open these doors and now they're not going to close. You do realize that some of this damage is so permanent. Some people are never going to look at y'all the same. I've said this before and I'll say it again. I would love to wake up one morning and not be able to do these topics anymore. Not because I'm in some type of physical restraint or become a page has been canceled, but simply because there's no longer content. I'd be beating a dead horse at that point. But black women, not even for the sake of winning, will they swallow their pride and at least act like they have some fucking decency. You would think that by now, they don't like being talked about, that what they would do is just shut up and at least fake it till they made it. That's what white women do. You think when you see white girls smiling, a lot of black guys love to say, oh, white girls smile. You think they mean them smile? I done watched a white girl smile at me, and she thought I couldn't see her. As soon as she turned her head, went straight back, straight face. She thought I couldn't see her ass. I seen her ass. It's a white girl I work with. She going to hey smile and turn her face and right back to but she faked a smile so we would ever have a conversation about white women we can't say they don't smile see you would think that black women who love to they love to argue they love to go places they're not wanted they love to to seek validation from people that don't like them that they would say you know what these men say we're ghetto you know what these men say we're arrogant they say we're loud they say we can't have a conversation without deflecting they say all these things about us well even if it's just for the sake of proving them wrong let's just go in there and act like the opposite of what they expect from us no they go in there and they show their fucking ass and have the nerve to complain when somebody says black women just came in here and showed us their fucking ass At that point, what what once could have been an opinion is now a fact because every last one of them are going to run behind each one of them, come saying the same bogus ass talking points that have already been debunked and continuously poke the bear and say the same shit and prove everybody who has anything bad to say about black women, whether it's in regards of relationships or just platonic interactions or simply even customer service and a. professional business play professionalism ultimately and prove that these people are right because i couldn't imagine somebody telling going around telling everybody i beat up women, and the next thing i do is go beat up a woman now how would i look i'm telling the whole world i don't hit women i don't hit women or i would never do that or, or i don't do that anymore and then tomorrow a nigga get busted for slapping some bitch in the face So black women, when are you going to have that conversation? When are you ready to have that conversation with these black men that are so hurt? I mean, black women, when are you when are you going to ask yourself why is your men everywhere but with you? Your men is out with other women. Your men is out with men. Your men want to be women. Your men are in the jail. They rather be in the jail than be at home with you. Your your men are out in the streets with men all day. Your men are trying to be in the colleges and the corporates. Your men are trying to be cool with the white man. Your your men are talking shit about you on YouTube and on Anchor FM, Spotify, and Apple Music. Your your men is dying. Getting killed by the police. Your men is going abroad. Your men is going their own way. Your men is ready, Your men is everywhere, but with you. You're the only woman in this country that doesn't have a strong foothold on their men. Now, of course, white men is running around. Spanish men run around. Asian men run around. But majority of them are with their women, and don't really have much bad things to say about their women. some point you have to start saying to yourself we could look at these black men and try to examine them and break down why they feel this way or we could just look at ourselves and see what we're doing and if we just can't figure that out then we need to go talk to these brothers and maybe they won't mind telling us where we went wrong and what we can do to fix the problem so we don't have to have these issues anymore and we could focus on getting reparations and all these other beautiful things that actually matter but no we have to stop in the middle of the civil rights era To talk to black women. Because they're out hurting their men. So much. That there are now black men saying. I don't date black women. I don't want black women. I don't find black women attractive. And it's a problem. I've never ever in my life. Seen a black woman. Celebrity or not. In a picture with a white man. and seen black women in the comments saying things like. Damn your dad. Isn't your dad black? We don't call black women lesbians. And things like that. Just because they say they don't like black men. We just assume maybe she likes Spanish men. Maybe she likes Asian men. Maybe she likes white men black girls say I don't want no black man we don't say go get you a white boy then we don't we don't and then we don't try to shame y'all out of dating white men y'all only date white men because they're docile and they no whatever do you fuck you then look at black women I had a, I seen a video the other day black women gonna tell the black man yeah y'all only like black women uh, white women because they're easier to deal with and they're nicer you openly just said that that's like me going to a job and not getting the job. But the other candidate gets a job and I say, y'all only hired them because they actually going to show up to work on time and they and they know how to dress and their resume is better than mine's and they're better, harder workers than me. <laughs> that's the only reason why you hired him over me. How would I sound like a fucking idiot? Wouldn't I? They'd be like, well, yeah, that's that's probably it. Thank you, sir. Please leave the building security. Come get this nigga out of my face. I mean, could you imagine that? I mean, could you imagine you, you're you the boss and you have two good candidates in front of you, but one of them just is just doing the things that are necessary to get the job. And the other one's kind of just sitting there like, well, I'm here. I applied, so I deserve the job. So you hire the one that puts in the fucking work that's necessary to get the job and that shows that they're worthy of the job and shows that they're qualified for the job. And then the other motherfucker who just sat there thinking, well, I applied and I'm here, so I deserve a job gets to yelling at you talking about the only reason why you hired this nigga over him is because he actually has shown himself worthy of the job and and, and he's not saying it like in in a state of like man damn man he's saying it like in a sense of like it's a bad thing like he should be in the right and I'm in the wrong for hiring somebody who's a better who's a better candidate than him wouldn't you look at that nigga like he crazy or that woman like he like she crazy Black, white, Spanish, Asian, you'd be like, what the fuck is wrong with this nigga? This nigga just, you, you just even told me why I shouldn't hire you. All you did was remind me why I didn't hire you in the first place. And now that you're yelling and hooping and hollering, I'm definitely not going to hire your black ass. Matter of fact, don't ever come back in this building again. When are you going to realize you've become a liability to your men? You become a burden. Niggas see you and look the other way. Niggas gotta see you and ask you, are you a trans or are you a regular woman? I'm just making sure at 2022, I gotta ask. He don't go ask no white girl that when he holler at them. At some point, you have to wake up and realize that maybe you are a part of the problem, okay? I will say you're the problem, but I know y'all don't like hearing that. But when are you going to realize and admit that you play a major, if not majority role to the problem, the same problems you complain the most about? You complain more about these problems than even black men do. And we've been doing a whole lot of complaining lately in the last five years. Some would say longer than that. Some would say shorter. Some would say no don't matter how long it's been, Tommy V, it's justified. And I wouldn't I wouldn't deny that. But y'all complain the most. But when you when you come close to what could be a solution, because it, it it requires you to actually do some self-searching and some self-improvement, and also admitting the huge role you played in it, you don't like it. But then you grab everything else, just like what I said earlier. Y'all would y'all will claim the good, but just this own the bad. You know how many black women you tell them some for example, you'll be like. Tired of y'all putting blonde in y'all hair. they are like, well, black women can be born blonde. Like, okay, show me a picture of a black person that was born blonde. And they'll get on Google and find some picture of some kids that live in fucking Australia, right? That don't even technically look black. They just dark skin and have blonde, afro-ish hair, right? But whatever, we'll just say they're black. Okay, cool. So they'll show you those kids. If those kids were to move to America right now. And those kids was to decide to hang out with white people instead of black people. And they was to open their mouth one day and say something about black women. You know what black women tell them? Y'all ain't black any motherfucking way. Y'all ain't black. You don't know nothing about being black. But you pull them out your ass in a conversation for hair. See what I'm saying? When it benefits them, they're going to go wherever, it, wherever they need to go. They don't even care if they contradict themselves. They don't even care. These women, these women are, these women are so full of themselves. They don't even care how they look. They don't even care how they look, and they move in little packs, so they really feel validated in what they're saying. Because there'll be another girl coming behind them and say, "Yeah, girl, I agree with you, sis. Of course you do, because that's what weak bitches do. They link up with each other and join into little gangs and shit." that's what little weak bitches do why do you think on these shows it'd be women calling in all the time and not as many men I don't feel the need to sit up there with a man and just cosign everything he said if he's handling it just fine I'll let him handle it If, 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 if I'm watching Tommy Sotomayor live and I feel like he's narrowing all the points down that I would say anyway why do I need to call up there and talk but black women will hear a woman saying what whatever they feel like needs to be said, and it'll be like 16 of them in a room. Like what the fuck are all y'all here for? Over talking each other, over talking to men, insulting people, cussing, yelling, screaming, hollering, deflecting, trying to constantly move the goal. I'm telling you two two amazing jobs for black women would be like being like a referee at like a basketball game for like kids so they can always move the goal because they're really good at constantly moving the goal and then like being like I said the other day in my episode doing a video game development because they love to live in fantasy worlds and I think that they would create some dope ass fantasy worlds I mean I don't know I don't play new games i played Fortnite once didn't like it Halo was a pretty cool world I I feel like you know a black woman with their imagination that they have they could create a better world than even Halo better than Fortnite better than Roblox better than even GTA I mean, I, I seriously, if I had a video game company, I would only hire black women to come up with um, the outline of the games and the worlds, like the, the actual map, like, you know, the place that the game takes place in. That's it. I wouldn't hire, I wouldn't hire no white geeks. Nope. I want nothing but black women. They're going to come up with some amazing shit that don't make no fucking sense. But in video games, that's the best type of video games, right? The ones that don't make no goddamn sense. A flying, talking dragon named Spyro. It just... Uh, a little dude in a little cart eats shrooms and gets really big like you know shit that don't make no sense GTA you know the guy punches you in the head and the police sitting right there and the co- the police do nothing you turn around punch the guy back police get out of car and shoot you down middle of the goddamn street don't make no fucking sense still one of the best games ever right I'm telling you I'm telling you it would have been better at a black woman I mean, it would be better GTA 6 they better, get, we're gonna better grab some black girls and make GTA 6 I'm telling you it would be fucking amazing It wouldn't make no goddamn sense, but that shit would be amazing. I tell you, we'd be able to fucking fly around in that goddamn shit. You get out of the car and just, I don't know, go to heaven right quick in the game and shoot demons and come back to earth. And it'd be all kind of crazy ass shit going on. Let a black girl make it. I'm not even trying to be funny. I'm dead ass serious. I was serious when I said it last time. I was dead ass serious. I would love to see black women stop trying to chase down this. These careers of being makeup artists slash hoes slash rappers and start doing video games. Start working with um, George Lucas on movies. Go sit down with Jordan Peele and make some movies. I think that they would, that's, that's their lane. Makeup and hair, let the gays do that. Let, 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 let the gay men do that. But, you know, video games and movies, I think that they would... They would dominate. They want to be on screen. I think they should be behind the scenes. I think they would kill it. I'm not even. I'm not. I look at people and I I tell them what I think they should do, you know, based on what I see in them. I've led a lot of people to great paths in their life. Some of them are way past me now. And they'll tell you, like, if you ask them, hey, who gave you the idea to do that? They'd be like, man, my boy Tommy or whatever name they know me by. I've had many nicknames in my life growing up. They might know me by uh, my, my, my rap name I had in high school. You feel me? They'll tell you it was me. I gave people nicknames back in high school. They still had them, they grown as fuck now. Two, three kids, a husband, a wife, a dog, a career, going to MySpace, going, I'm mean, not in MySpace, the Facebook or the Instagram. Still got the same name. You know? So when I tell you I think black women should do fantasy stuff, I I'm I'm serious. Y'all think I'm trying to play jokes on them, but I'm not. Do I sound like I'm joking? Do I sound like this? Is this funny to you? I don't think it's funny. There's nothing funny about that. I love black women. I would just want to see them put their energy into things that would actually be somewhat productive, not counterproductive. That's why I'm telling them they need to have this conversation about this this so-called trauma that black men are feeling. That's the only reason why a black man doesn't like black women is because he loves white women. He hates himself. He has mommy issues. He's gay, which doesn't make any sense. But we'll go with that. Or he's been hurt. He's coming from a place of trauma. It never can be black women just ain't what they used to be. It can never be black women are running around with thick ass eyelashes cheap-ass looking, dis- I mean, I don't know if I'm the only man who feels that way, but these new weaves, they literally disgust me. These little silky ones where you glue the hair down, they, y'all call it baby hairs. Yeah, that shit looks terrible. Maybe that's why the black men don't want black women anymore. And then when we see the arrogance behind the weave and the makeup and the lashes, it just turns us off even more. Maybe Maybe that might play a role. Maybe it's your loud mouth. Maybe it's your hypocrisy. Maybe it's you being so demanding with nothing to offer. I mean, I don't know what it is. It's different for everybody that says they don't date black women or they would prefer not to date black women. But, you know, according to you, it has to be one of those things. But the main one that I think you can actually help with is the so-called trauma and hurting. You can't help the man who you think is gay. You can't help the man who is broke. You can't help the little dick. Oh, that's another one. He, He must have a little dick. You can't help the man who... Uh, what's the other one y'all like to say mommy issues you're not his mom you're not a counselor Um, so the only thing you could do is stop hurting niggas maybe evaluate why you love to hurt black men why you get a kick out of making black men angry it's so funny until you watch the news and there's a black man walking into some black girl's house or trying to break into her apartment It's so funny uh, for a black man to be angry until one of them hits you in the head with a skateboard in Harlem, a.k.a. Skeeter Mills. Mm, Was Skeeter Mills funny? Was it funny that he was mad when he hit that black woman in the face with that skateboard? Don't make fun of me talking about, oh, you would bring something like that up. Yeah, just like just like y'all are all over YouTube calling us bullet bags. Calling black men bullet bags, and they love to act like, "Oh wow, I've never, well, I've never seen that." What you mean you've never? Uh, matter of fact, a girl today said that in, 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 a, in a space on Twitter. She said, "I've, I've, I've never seen black women talk like about black men in a bad way." Y'all love to play dumb and clueless. You see everything else. You can see Alexis Sky. You can see Avery Fletcher. You can see Trey songs raped a bitch. You can see all these things, but you've never is funny. Every time I bring it up to black women, I don't know what you're talking about. I've never, well, I've never seen that or they love to hit you with this one those are just some black women ma'am Cynthia G has over 100,000 followers and that's just one woman talking about us matter of fact let's get the facts on that okay this is how they talk this is what they tell us let's see cries logic who loves to talk about black men she's um. she's on she's live right now talking about black men making fun of Asian doll for trying to go after A B. <laughs> literally as we speak she's on live right now talking about black men um hold on uh, i gotta click on one of these i don't want to click on one of these it doesn't say usually that's crazy usually it tells you how much subscribers somebody has um And she loves the cape for black women, but she's a light-skinned black woman. They'll turn on her so quick right now if she was to get an award over um, a black woman. She has 858,000 views. It doesn't tell me, for some reason, it's not telling me, y'all, how many subscribers she has. But okay, let me just click on this video. This video she posted two days ago, got 15,000 views and 866 comments. That's not a little, that's not a little number. 15,000, how many, how many, what's the average population at a college, 15,000, that's like her talking to damn near a whole school right there, um, Cynthia G, Cynthia G has, uh, <laughs> Cynthia G has 94.4 thousand subscribers on YouTube, I'm not sure if she happens to have, um, I'm not sure if she happens to have um whatever, hold on. I'm not sure if she happens to have like a uh Facebook account um, or whatever, uh, this other one girl says, stop birthing black men, I don't know who she is, Millie Damis has one, 1,000 subscribers, um, so she's not that, pop- she's not that popping or whatever, but, uh, still so it's a lot of them but they love to act like you know i don't know what you're talking about i don't know what you're talking about I don't, love what you, I don't know what you're talking about you know exactly what we're talking about ma'am so when are you going to address it why do you have all this smoke for black men why why are black women scared of black women i mean if, if you're if you're scared of black women because you know that they're going to chump you off they're going to call you pick me they're going to be all in your comments dragging you through hell what makes you think i should want to date one and I'm not even the type of brother to say I don't date black women. I'm just simply saying, like, why should I? If I was if I was from a foreign planet and I came here and I and I noticed that every group was kind of divided, black, white, whatever. And I was like, okay, let me, I think I want to kick with these black ones. They look the most like me. And I say, OK, so, oh, so y'all date women in this planet. Well, we date women in my planet. So I guess I date a black woman. I said, well, damn, look how they talk. Look how they act. Look how they treat each other. Look how the black women are scared of them. Why would I wanna why would I wanna be with somebody who everybody's scared of? The black man's scared of you, the black woman's scared of you, the white woman's terrified of you, the white man is terrified of you. The only people that's not really really scared of you is Spanish people, and they're slick scared of you too. Everybody's scared of you, including yourself. These days, even niggas, and I say niggas not loosely, I'm using the word niggas for a reason. Even niggas. Get more love than black women. How do? And I said this before. How the fuck do black women manage to outdo niggas? Everybody used to be scared of niggas. Now people see niggas and be like, oh, cool. We 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 can have some fun. We can let loose. We can make some jokes. We can we can let it let loose a little bit and, and not be so uptight. See, black women and get uptight as a motherfucker. Start walking on eggshells. Let me be careful. Let me not make the wrong joke. Let me not say the wrong thing. Let me not mention black women without putting praise and worship right after the word black woman you know because all of a sudden I'll go from being funny and damn you real to you fat fuck or uh if you short you short little nigga or you we uh, you have mommy issues oh you little faggot you black women let them use that gay shit on niggas I have seen so many feminine men worship black women that I don't know if they're gay. You don't know if they're gay, but I've never seen a black woman question their sexuality. Look at Justin LaBoy. Bruh, sit up there on his own TV show with big, bright pink letters. He always tweet. He tweet. He tweet. He tweets so much like a woman. He. No man on this earth gets more retweeted by women more than Justin LaBoy. Even his name, Justin LaBoy, sound gay as fuck. You ain't never seen that one black woman question that man's sexuality. Why cuz he say the shit that he like and he stay in his fucking place like a good boy. That's what black women want from black men. Be a little good boy and shut the fuck up. Do as we tell you. Stop stop expecting anything back from us. Love us unconditionally, respect us unconditionally and shut the fuck up, black boy. Who's the last person that talked to us like that in America? Hmm. I'll let you I'll let you answer that question. Why they don't, they question Kevin Samuel's sexuality. It's a black man sit up there telling black women to get married to men. I don't know, but if I was gay, I wouldn't tell black women that. Because the more of them that marry men, the less men I have to choose from. <laughs> I'd be telling them, that, yeah, leave these niggas. Mm-hmm, these niggas ain't shit, girl. Mm-hmm, yeah, fuck them niggas. Mm-hmm, real quick. Yeah. Why the fuck would he be telling y'all that shit if he was gay? They question his sexuality real quick. I mean, he he do be doing some things sometimes with his hands that might be a little questionable, right? So they, they pick at that. I'm pretty sure even he would say to himself, they pick at that, right? But Justin La Boy, I mean, his name just sound like a fruit. He sit up, he have a whole TV show where he do him and this other little light-skinned nigga, they sit up and talk to girls all fucking day, getting them to spill the tea, he he, he slick the reason why Quavo and Saweetie si broke up. He out here breaking bitches up. Now the hoe on Instagram bald as a motherfucker. Selling McDonald's uh, sauce. I don't like Saweetie. Si I really do. But I'm just telling the truth. He's sitting up there. So if you had to fuck any nigga, which nigga would you fuck? Like a bitch. This is a self-proclaimed heterosexual man. Just like Kevin Samuels is a self-proclaimed heterosexual man. One of them sits and talks to women and tells women to get married. The other one sits and talks to women and tries to get the tea from them like a bitch. And not one of you hoes done questioned his sexuality. He sit up there with his letters in bright pink. I've I seen the show. This is the first thing I said, wait, is this his show or a bitch's show? He sit around a whole bunch of hoes, spilling the tea like a bitch. And not one of them questioned his sexuality. Not one of them got his name in big bright pink letters like you couldn't have got blue, purple, yellow green red, big old pink ass letters like a hoe sit up on Twitter and tweet like a hoe I won't be surprised if the next thing you know I see that nigga say woo child the ghetto is giving what it's supposed to give it's the tweets for me sitting nobody won't question his ass but I bet money if Two months from now, Justin LaBoy was asked, so what type of women do you prefer? And he said, I'm not even going to lie. I'm really fucking with white women right now. Them hoes going to get to calling that nigga gay faster than they can say. Goddamn gay, they's goddamn self. All you going to see on the internet, Justin LaGirl, and they're going to put the little fingernail emojis next to him, too. You know them little fingernail emojis that they be posting up on when they when they trying to try nigga life? He's going to go from Justin Law boy to Justin Law girl real quick. Bet money. Real quick. Don't let him have, don't let him have a fresh and fit moment. Oh, I was over with. Everything that we've been saying about that nigga, they going to start saying about him. Then they're going to team up with us. Like, nah, bitches, fuck y'all. I was fucking with that nigga. Don't come over here now. That's what I'm saying. They're going to switch sides. A little black woman. They go wherever side benefit them in the moment. They, they'll be over here with us if it benefit them. It benefit their narrative. And what they're they trying to spill out. Have the nerve to sit up there on the internet and talk all that raspy ass shit. So at what point do black women start to look at themselves? Cause we can't do it. And that's what I'm starting to notice, black men. This is a when I watch Tommy when I when I when I do my own talks, when I watch Kevin, when I watch Minister Jack, one thing I'm starting to notice, especially when I watch these brothers talk to black women themselves. This is one of those wars we cannot win. This is a battle that we cannot win. At this point, the only person in this country without the force of violence or the threat of famine. The only people that can get these people together are their own people that's it the black women don't even realize they have so much power they just using it in all of the wrong ways because they're bitter so that's what bitterness do it leads you to a path of hell that's all it does if they weren't so bitter and so fu- weren't so fucked up in the head they'd realize that they could put an end to a lot of bullshit that they know is affecting them and affecting all of us see when we try to talk about it it gets deflected. It gets dismissed. The only person that has a fair shot is black women. I mean, they can't do it alone. They need multitudes of them, too. And see, the Bible say, man, he going to split people up. And that's what's going on in America right now. If you don't look around, you see it. Even white people, they're, they're, they're split. Up. Whoever thought we see white people really genuinely split up? They're split up. Trust me. I have white, I have plenty of white friends and I talk to them and I'm like, looking. I just listen to them. And all they talk to me about is white people. And they don't, they don't look at it like that. They don't say, oh, white, 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 white. But the people they hate the most in this country right now are white people. Everybody's splitting up. Well, it's time for black women to go ahead and split up too. Separate the wheat from the tares. Because right now y'all not looking good. Because the quote unquote good women don't have anything to say to the bad ones. So at that point, fuck the whole classroom. I don't want to teach this class anymore. And I know a lot of kids would go crazy right now and be excited if their teacher left and the school says, yo, y'all still got to go to class every day. And they was in the classroom by themselves. But after about a month, they're going to realize, man, we need a fucking teacher. This shit's getting crazy. I, I don't even want to go to a math class no more. It's the only class I go to where there's no teacher. It's getting out of hand. People may not like it, but rules work. Order works. Structure works. Hierarchy, authority, leadership works. Chaos does not work. Chaos and confusion are best friends. But they're those bad friends. You know those friends. They're like their best friends, but they bad for each other. They only bring out the bad in each other. That's what chaos and confusion do. And that's all you see in the black community right now is chaos and confusion. Ain't no real man out here. Ain't no real man out here. Meet a real man. Call him square. Call him lame. Push him away. See a man who wants. See a man who wants to be a woman and embrace him. Yeah, like I said, chaos and confusion. I know what I just said went over most of y'all's heads, and that's sad. So I'll say it again, a little bit slower for those in the back. Ain't no real men out here. Ain't no real men out here. Meet the real men, call them squares, call them lame, and push them away. See a man dressed up as a woman and embrace him. Ain't no real men out here. Ain't no real men out here. Like, oh, matter of fact, one girl in the spaces today. She said oh, we only use y'all for money because y'all don't make anything else appetizing. So why are you here? This is what I want to know. Why are black women so bothered by things that have no effect over them? Because they don't have any confidence, bro. You remember when they got on the LeBron James' son? Because he was liking white girl pick or whatever like that? Yo, you know, I remember that shit so clearly. Did you know there was... Grown ass woman in that sixteen year old boy's comments. I remember I seen like a forty something year old woman in his comments shaming him because he he like a certain type of girl. You're a forty something years old, bitch. It ain't even legal for you to talk to this man like that. You could go to jail for certain things. You could text him, let alone touch him. Why the fuck do you care if he don't like black women or if he prefer these type of women? At what point do y'all stop looking at black men as much and start to actually look at yourselves too? That's all I'm asking. Just look at yourselves too. Y'all can't even do that. And start to say, stop saying black men don't like us and say, well, well damn, well, what did we do? Because I mean, truthfully, you sh- at this point, you shouldn't have to ask what you did. We're telling you. You should know without us telling you. So the real thing you can only do at this point is decide to keep doing the same stupid shit or stop. Stop, because I'm pretty sure black men are tired of beefing with y'all. I'm pretty sure if I could speak for all black men, whether they agree with me or not, we would all agree to put everything under the fucking put everything under. What, what, what they say under the water or some shit like that whatever the, however the saying goes if y'all would do the same thing or we could talk about it first I don't know what we can do because it's hard to talk to black women because all they're going to do is deflect and find their way out of it be dismissive not care to hear our side over us, be rude, get vulgar and insult us fellas how many times have you talked to a black woman and you were being calm and nice to her and she decided to get rude with you and call you names But they love talking about some tone, and it's not what you say, it's how you say it. They don't follow by those rules. They don't abide by those rules at all. They don't give a fuck how they sound when they say something. And they'll even tell you that. I think all black women should get the words IDGAF tatted on their neck or on their forehead, because that's what they love to tell you, that I don't give a fuck. So, ladies, are you going to address this so-called trauma that you have inflicted on your men that is so heavy that they they don't even want to be around you? Oh, let me ask you this. When are you going to start showing more love to the black men who love you? Because what I've noticed with black women is the black men who do worship them, they'll be like, thanks, and move right past them and want to come argue with me for 30 fucking hours. Why don't you go sit up with him? See, the biggest problem with black women, and specifically black women, and I say black people too, but specifically black women, is you love going places where don't nobody want you, and trying to force your way in there. Rather than either A, creating your own little space, and I don't mean just spaces on Twitter, I mean your own little thing where you just do what you do, or B, going around the people who actually want you. I watch black women every day complain about men. And those same black women I watch complain about men, I can go on their Instagram and find at least five dudes who consistently comment on their page every day. Damn, they're pouring out their hearts to them and I can actually assess these men. And I I bet money out of five of those men, at least three of them are good quality, men. But see, but you running behind these niggas that don't know how to treat no woman. They don't know how to treat nobody. They don't know how to treat their own goddamn self. Can't even stay out of jail. Can't even stay out of some trouble. Then you turn around and say something about black men. See, the difference between when black men do that to you, we've already done dated the so-called educated black woman. We've already done bed with the so-called I'm woke, my melanin is popping black woman. Hold on, let me get out of here and come right back. We've already done dealt with them. We've already we've already done put our foot in all the waters and seen that it all feels the same on the ankles. Y'all will go after these two types of brothers. And then judge everybody off of what them two did. So at what point do you start to say to yourself, I play a big role in everything I'm not getting and all the bullshit I'm getting that I don't want. And then when you ask yourself, well, what can I change? They say that the key, one of the keys to life is to accept what you can't change and change what you can't accept. So what can you change? What is in your power to change? Like I said earlier, if we're going off of all of your reasons for why black men don't like you or why those specific black men don't like you, because there's still millions of little black boys who are running around thinking black women are fucking the goddess of earth. Okay. so but y'all don't want those ones. Because let's keep it real. Y'all don't like being called queen. I've had plenty of black women tell me that one <laughs> in real life and on the internet. They don't like that shit. They don't like that shit. I'm better off, if I want to fuck a black girl, I'm better off calling her a bitch to her face and calling her a black queen. You know what black queen it gets a brother? This is one place. Y'all ever been there, what's it called again? I forgot. I ain't been there such a long time. The friend zone. That's what it's called. We used to go pull up over there every now and then. Shoot the breeze, kick it with a couple homies that was up in there with us. <laughs> go visit the homies that's in the friend zone y'all niggas alright man y'all, y'all hungry I'm finna go to McDonald's with the bitches that, that put y'all in the friend zone y'all want some ice cream come on man don't ask for no you know the my ice, damn ice cream machine don't work player I gotta see something better today, though I'm gonna stop at Bruce's and get, get you something special man, nigga. I know you've been here for a long motherfucking time and it's hot in here I know your ass is dehydrated I'm gonna get you some water too like for real though Motherfucker, be in the friend zone nigga yeah Being a motherfucking friend zone. So at what point are we going to have the necessary conversation? I have to keep asking because it's not going to get pounded into your head unless I do. Because I'm about to step out there. And when I step out there, you think that what you've seen is bad? You ain't seen shit yet. You ain't seen shit yet. You don't want me out there. And I'm not, and I'm not, I'm not saying that to compete with any of my brothers that's just doing the Lord's work. I'm not here to. I'm just telling you, you don't want me out there. If you think I'm bad, don't let me and uh, Minister Jap. I know he don't really know me. He, I know he's seen me before, but I know we never really spoke. But don't let me and Minister Jap get up there. You guys better, you, you yeah, y'all better get right while, get, while while Kevin Samuels and Tommy Sotomayor is the main two talking to you. You better tighten up. Because when I come, I'm I'm, I'm I'm bringing hell. If I have to come up there and that's what I have to do with my life, I'm bringing hell just simply because I'm mad. Why am I mad? Because I feel an obligation to my community. What does it have to do with anything? I can't do the shit I really feel like I want to do. I've been wanting to do a podcast. I didn't want to do it on black women. But i seen a huge problem. And I was like, damn. Is anybody going to talk about this? Fine, I'll do it. You know, that's why um, it's funny to me when certain people come at me and be like, oh, you sound like this person, that person. I'm like, bro, don't know nobody, nobody in the manosphere feels like you sound like this person or that person or that person sound like you. We all sound like each other because all we doing is saying the same shit we all have been thinking. That's why my, I don't even like to market my podcast to people who think the same things I think. Because all they're going to do is basically listen to me speak out loud the things that are in their head or the things they've had private conversations with other brothers about. This podcast, yeah, yeah, I welcome everybody, but it's I I want the people who I'm trying to talk to to listen to it. Because in the ideal world, I'd wake up one day and realize things have changed for the better and then I can do my podcast on the stuff I actually want to do it on like what's going on in hip hop I'm a big hip hop head I'm like I'm like I am to hip hop what Stephen A. Smith is to sports like I'm like a hip hop anchors man I could I'd have the best I'd have I, I'd i make academics and J, DJ Vlad look like amateurs if I had a, or uh, Joe Buddy and all them niggas I'd love to have a music podcast I would love to talk about GTA I'd love to talk about RFID chips and in the market of beasts and stuff like that what really happened in the Garden of Eden things like that but those things aren't important to me right now they're not because we're going to recognize those things as they come but getting my my fellow brothers to understand why they're going through the things they're going through at Walmart on the sidewalk in front of their apartment buildings in airports, in hotel lobbies, and getting my sisters to wake up and realize the serious role they're playing in the detriment and dysfunction of black people as a whole. Because there's a whole slew of things that black women do that you don't see anybody else doing, and definitely not in bulk. You don't see any other women, Latin women twerk, they dance just as sexually as black women. And you can't show me not one video of a Spanish, and I'm not saying they don't exist, I just don't think you could show them to me, because I've never seen them, of a Spanish woman dancing very sexually on a child. Spanish women twerk and gyrate their hips just as much as black women, if not more. And you can't show me not one video of a, of a, of a group of young Spanish girls going into a family restaurant, jumping on the table and twerking to the point where they're the, the employees are trying to tell them to get down and they are literally telling the employees to get the fuck back while they shake their ass as white women record them oh not in favor of them either recording them to laugh at them they're not laughing with you they're laughing at you you guys have become America's biggest clowns all on the TV throwing drinks all in the airport throwing hands Who fights in a fucking airport I mean damn all you're here to do is get on a fucking plane I mean what could you fight about I mean shit I mean like seriously I used to go to the airport every day I never got into one confrontation with anybody I used to go to Hartsfield International Jackson Airport in Atlanta every day every day I met some fine-ass women up in there, too. Boy, hey, you want to meet some fine-ass women But the airport where you... Hey, boy, let me tell you, I was like, damn, am I really sitting here talking to this thing? <laughs> Does she not know I'm broke? <laughs> she could... she, You know, she's stupid. She can't tell the broke nigga when she see one. I'm like, I used to be in the airport like, yeah, the fuck, this bitch talking to me. Better sit right next to you and just start talking. Oh, and then when you tell them that you're from Atlanta, oh, man... Oh, so you know? I'm like, you know, where you from? Europe? Are you European, girl? I thought you was from Alabama. Where the hell she come from? You know, but you know, that's beyond the point, right? Yeah, yeah, fellas, airport. they got mad women up in there. Y'all go, go go to the airport. Good, some bitches, nigga. You might never see them again, but shit, (laughs) that was the worst thing when you meet a girl. It's like, oh, where you going? I'm flying back home. Damn, I thought you was flying in so I can take you home. Yeah. Oh, shit, what, what state you going to? I got some money. Shit, let me come up there with you for like two, like maybe 30 minutes or something, you know? <laughs> I can get on a plane right now, baby girl. I got I got this swipe on me. You hear me? I got this swipe on me. I got these IDs. Look, where are we going? You trying to go to Chicago? Like, no, nah, but anyways, um, all jokes aside, seriously, you know, I just, I just, I guess what I want from our women is... Shut me up. You know, y'all know me. I used to play around in the streets. I've been to jail several times, right? And I'll never forget when this cop told me one time something along the lines of he can't wait till the day he don't have a job because there's just no crime. Which we know that's never going to happen, but it's a nice hope to have as a cop, wouldn't you think? You know, you don't... You know, you become a cop hoping that maybe one day the world be a better place. And you don't have to go out and stop bank robbers and rapists and domestic disputes and things like that. You just maybe do speeding tickets all day. I mean, imagine who... We wouldn't even shame the police. I'd go be a cop if that's all you had to do is pull people over and give them speeding tickets. Ain't nothing wrong with that. It's not lame. What's wrong with that? You see what I'm saying? Slowing people down. Hey, man, come on. Don't run this red light. You know, whatever stuff like that. You see what I'm saying? So, like... If you don't like what I be saying, if you don't like what Tommy Sotomayor is saying, if you don't like what Kevin Samuels is saying, just change it. Most of it y'all can change. That's the beautiful thing about most of black women's problems is they're not beyond you. They don't have anything to do with all the things you think they have to do with. You can change them yourself. It's gonna take a lot of deconditioning. It's gonna take a lot of uninstalling of all this programming. You're gonna to have to change your priorities, you're gonna to have to change what turns you on and men. You're gonna to have to change the way you deal with people and how you talk to people. You're gonna to have to adjust your attitude. But it's not impossible. Think of yourself as like like a the difference between your problems and a lot of other people's problems is like you're a fat girl and they're short people. They're always gonna be short. You don't have to be fat. It's gonna take a lot of commitment, a lot of dedication. A lot of dieting, a lot of exercise, a lot of hard work, a lot of sore legs, a lot of sore arms, a lot of hunger. But you don't have to be fat. You know, and anytime you fall into anything that's a, more in a negative realm, you really can't be mad at people who talk about it. Especially when you're putting it out there. I was telling somebody the other day, they were like, they were getting on to me because I post all these videos of what black women do. And I'm like, I can't post what these black women do if the videos didn't exist. That's number one. Number two, if you haven't noticed a very current theme in all the videos I post, whether it's women twerking on kids, fighting in certain places they shouldn't be fighting, whatever the case may be, running over their boyfriends, all kind of crazy shit, right? I got videos of, right? smoking with their kids, making their kids smoke. I got a video of a girl lighting her nipples on fire, like just dumb shit, right? Um, I would say nine out of 10 of those videos, they take these videos themselves. And I've been noticing a lot of people who have been commenting lately on my posts, women especially, that's what's shocking them the most is not even what's in the video. They're like, wait, she posted this? I'm waking people up to show them even women, how shameless black women have become and how comfortable they have become in their own dysfunction to the point where not only would you do some dysfunctional ass shit, you would videotape the dysfunctional ass shit. Watch the video of you doing dysfunctional ass shit. Post the video of you doing dysfunctional ass shit. Keep the video up. I mean, this this is a cycle. It doesn't just stop with video. You no, know, it's all of this because some of these videos have been up for years. Some of these videos have been up for months. So what that means is that nobody checked you enough for you to have deleted the video to the point where it fell into even my hands. I shouldn't have the video. Because as soon as you posted it, there was supposed to be a whole bunch of black women and black men or whoever follows you under the comments like, bitch, get this shit the fuck off Instagram. Why would you post some shit like this? Half the shit y'all post Fuck me or anybody else commenting on it, nigga. Child Protective Services, nigga. d nigga. The FB fucking I. Okay, your local police department, okay? They should be the ones on y'all ass. But they're not. Because nobody reports you to them. You on Instagram doing all this shameful-ass stuff. You on Twitter being shameful as hell. You don't give a fuck about how it affects you or anybody else. I can't... These videos that I have, they're not hidden cameras. It's not that these women are doing these things in the private of their homes and people are exposing them. They're posting these videos themselves. They have the video camera turned on selfie mode where they can even watch themselves as they record themselves doing dysfunctional ass shit. And I know if you're like me or like most people, you don't just rush to post something. You at least watch the video first, maybe even a few times. I know women do that shit. So you fully approve of this dysfunctional shit. That's way that that's how warped your brain is. That's how long America has allowed you to be dysfunctional without anybody reprimanding you. That you will literally watch a video of you doing some dysfunctional shit and you will post it for the whole world to see. And there's more black women mad at people like me who just simply repost a video that's already out there than they are at the women in the fucking video. Well, why would you show it? Like, why would you help spread it? Why not? Because had I posted to say, ah, this is funny, you wouldn't say nothing. And I just did. This, I did the same thing. I added to the embarrassment of black women, whether I posted, ha ha ha, this is funny or wow, SMH, this is shameful either way it goes the whole, it has a new audience now so why are you upset with me but you're not upset with her because black women are scared of black women I can't think of another reason unless you hate black men more than you love yourself You hate me. You hate Tommy. You you hate all these people. You hate the, even the black women who talk about you. You hate Candace Owens. You hate all these people more than you love yourself. And the proof is in the pudding. When I watched black women cheer for Black China and say that she defeated the Kardashians because she went and got pregnant by. The lowest of the Kardashians, out of revenge, because his sister, I think they took her man, but was fucking her baby dad, and had him so in love with her, he tatted her name on his arm. And to black women, a black woman—let's let's now, let's now let's call it what it is—a black woman becoming now a two-time baby mama with two baby dads was a win. I don't know what's going on in the world now, but when I was growing up, that was never a win. I don't care how much money either one of these niggas got. You are now a woman with two children, two bastard children, two baby dads. You will have a third. I mean, you're not done. Let's just keep it real. You a freak. You gonna have sex, you gonna get pregnant. So one day you will be a woman with three kids and three baby dads I don't care how much money you got it's always going to be pathetic and black women called that a win black women cheered that on so these days when I look at what black women do and when they say I just really shake my head and I ask myself what is wrong with our women and I do recognize the role that men have played in that. And I addressed that recently where I told you the biggest problem I think black men did was we allowed our women to become this way. And we didn't say anything to them simply because we were enjoying it. We were enjoying the the few little bitty parts that came with it, like the fact that they were now freaks and we didn't have to go doing all this digging and. And climbing and searching and seeking and hiding and finding just to get some ass and some head. So we ignored it. And now that the chickens have come home to roost, we want to complain. It's hard for me to to take part in that, that thing because I was a kid when these guys were ignoring it. But I still have to recognize it. So don't get it twisted. We're not innocent here. I mean, you know, I told somebody this not too long ago, and I know what I'm about to say is going to offend a lot of women in general. But women in this world, they're like kids. You know, you can't let kids do what they want. You have to, you have to, sometimes you have to just tell the kid what's good for them and you just do what you know is best as a parent. Women, they're like our kids. And for all y'all saying, what? Excuse me? What? What? I mean, think about it. When, a, when there's a hard task between a man and a woman, what does the woman say? You do it, you're the man. What do your kids say when you sit sitting there in front of a hard task? You do it, you're the parent. But mom, you're the adult. Dad, you're the adult. I can't do that, it's too heavy. Hmm. Why do you think these girls call us daddy? And we'll, what do we call girls? Baby. They're, they're women, they're like the kids of the earth when it comes to the adult world, they're the children. When I say that, I don't mean that in an insulting way at all. I mean that in a loving way. I really do. It means that us men, we have to sometimes say, you know what? I don't care if they don't like it. This is what's going to happen. And that's where black men fell off. If we were too scared to be fucking men, we were too scared to say, you know what? I don't like this. This was going to happen. And you're just going to shut up and deal with it because we know what's best. We wanted the women to feel like, no, they must know something too. Now that they're in control of themselves, look how it's turned out. It's not really working out well for anybody. I mean, just seriously take a deep look at black women from the surface to the depth and compare them to just just even what they were, just even just 15 years ago. Just fit. We don't have to even go back to, the, we love to go so extreme to the 60s when we were all oppressed and didn't really have much. But even if you just look at the black women of the 90s compared to the black women of the 2010s, the 2010s, because we just entered the 2020s. So it's kind of hard to say the 2020s, but we could say 2020 now because it's 2022, but it's the beginning of 2022. So really, we to just say the 2010s, right? Just look at them. I mean, just everything from the way that they wear their hair to the way that they t- refer to each other. Everything is bitch, 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 bitch. I went on this shit called Bego. I said, why the two hoes in this room don't got their face on camera? Who are you calling hoes? I said, well, that's what y'all call each other. That's what you guys been calling each other all night. Here comes the deflection. How old are you? I tell them my age. So why are you on the internet looking for hoes? You don't have hoes in real life? I said, you know that's not what I meant by that. At all. At all. That don't even make no sense clearly I'm trying to disrespect you. (laughs) Like, clearly I'm trying to disrespect you here. Like, I am not here to fuck you. I'm telling y'all hoes to get on camera because y'all keep calling yourself ho, 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 hey, ho, ho. I said, I said, how come the two hoes ain't on camera? Who you calling ho? You don't even know us. You don't even know us. You don't even know us. Don't even realize you look like a hoe. first of all. Yeah, let's talk about it. How all you black girls these days look like Ronnie from look look like Ronnie from the Player Club. Even your mom and your auntie would tell you you look like how hoes used to look. That's how hoes dress. That's how hoes talk. That's how hoes walk. That's how hoes act. That's how hoes carry themselves. See, y'all love to classify everybody else, but you don't want to be classified. Real quick, when you tell a nigga, well, you a broke nigga, well, you a little dick nigga, well, you a cocky nigga, well, you a this nigga, well, you a that nigga, you a bitch nigga, you a hoe nigga, you a gay nigga, you a faggot. But then when you tell black women what classification they going to it's a problem. What's sad is, from the educated, so called bossed up, to the actual hood rat uh, hoochie mama, to the gold digging bougie, to the my melanin is popping, I wear head wraps and waist beads and anks and I study Egyptian shit but then again I'm a pagan but then again I'm a Hebrew Israelite then again I believe in Jesus but then again I'm all over the fucking place yeah the only black girl that's really not like none of y'all is the gamer chick the one who watches anime and and, and hangs out with white kids and goes to comic con that's the safest black girl you can get these days or an athletic one all the other main groups of black women they're all some hoes. And I don't mean that just in the sense of, oh, you fuck a million niggas. I'm talking about you carry yourself like a fucking hoe. And I ain't even just talking about sexually. We're talking just that, that nastiness. That's what made the hoes so bad back in the days. It wasn't just that they fucked everybody. Who don't want a, a girl that wants to have sex? It was their nasty vulgarness. It was their... Cigarette smoking ass mentality, they're they're just they're they were just nasty people. It wasn't just about that. They were busting that pussy open. They were a nasty group of people, the hoes. They were mean, they were rude. You know, and I, I said and sorry that this whole episode's turned into like this huge rant, but I had to get this off my chest because I couldn't believe what I heard tonight. And I and I hope it goes public. I really hope the video goes viral. I know it's going to be like maybe a three hour video, but I hope it goes viral because the whole world needs to see this shit in our community. At least you need to see it. You need to see this beast up close and personal. So when you go out in public and you're dealing with certain things, a lot of y'all think this shit only exists on the Internet. Y'all think this whole gender war thing, this whole all the bullshit black men say, all the bullshit black women say, all the bullshit liberals say, LGBT all this shit, y'all think it's just internet shit. You cannot sit here and program, that's what this that's what it's called, is programming yourself at home and think that it's not going to pour out into the real world. It's funny, we recognized it when TV was a thing. But now that it's the internet, we look at it different. What's the difference between the internet and TV? They're both a screen. You both sitting there. You both sit there like zombies, and you take in everything that you see and read. The difference between the TV screen and the and in the and in the and your mobile phone is you taking in ten times more info. Think about how your brain has to compute all the shit you see on Instagram when you're sitting there scrolling. Our brains ain't even built to just you know what I'm saying all that flashing like that shit you you know that shit's not really good for you it's gonna fuck us up one day genetically it's gonna change our genetic makeup anyways they'll sit there and don't even realize it it's fucking them up you think for a second you could sit up there and watch hours of Cynthia G and then tomorrow morning go out there and say hey black man no it's just not how life works hell no you are gonna wake up tomorrow morning and see a black man i'm like hm, fucking dusty <sighs> these niggas ain't shit i need to divest a white man wouldn't have looked at me like that he would have respected me yeah you can't do it bro that's why even with me bro, i don't watch too much red pill shit because some of them niggas be too off the edge with it then you walk around just looking for shit that's not even there you got to be careful how much you consume with anything. I wouldn't even want somebody to listen to my show all damn day. Listen to one or two episodes and go do something else. Don't sit here and just binge watch my shit. What the fuck wrong with you? My shit is positive, but it's, it's negative based. You shouldn't only watch this. You shouldn't sit there and watch Kevin Samuels all day. You shouldn't sit there and watch anything that's not positive all day. You can get your dose and and, and learn what you learn. I, I'm pretty sure I've, I've taught a lot of people things off my show. I've actually had t- people tell me this. It's a beautiful thing to get on Instagram and just see your name somewhere you ain't even asked for nobody to post it. But what I will tell you is, what I will, what I can say is that there's programming in all of it. It be no, it's no different than school. It's no different than watching a movie. It's the same shit. Reading newspapers, all propaganda. You think it's not going to spill out into your real life? So you, you don't think a black woman sitting on the internet. Watching black women get away with all the bullshit they get away with and watching black women team up on black men, make fun of black men's pain, make fun of black men's agony and everything that black men go through, call us bullet bags, all that shit. And you think that what when you walk down the street and you wonder why black women won't even make eye contact with you, it doesn't have a any correlation. You wonder why you go to the store and a white man walks with it walks up to the desk and she says nice things to him the black woman she's alright with her and then when you get up there she treats you like get the fuck out my face you wanna know why? cause she just left Instagram and that's all she was reading so if you think for a second that this shit is not something serious you you just haven't woken up to it yet but I promise you, you you go ahead and take two episodes a day of my show and you gonna wake up this is the real red pill right here. You're going to take that red pill and you're going to wake up and see things you've never seen before. I'm going to open your eyes. I just told y'all these women are gay. I done told y'all leave these quote unquote good women alone and get you a reformed hoe. I'm going to open your eyes. You just have to listen. The more you listen, the wider your eyes gonna get. Now, I'm gonna tell you, it's a a scary path. It ain't ain't for the weak. It's a dark-ass rabbit hole. Ain't no bunnies in that motherfucker. I'll tell you that right now. I don't know what's inside of that rabbit hole, but it's damn sure not no cute little bunnies. Ain't no rabbits down there. Might be some snakes. The point of everything I'm trying to get to where well, I think I've already got to and I'm, I'm just kind of just going on now at this point and I appreciate you for listening by the way um, the point of everything at the end of the day is I want black women to start to listen to their own insults and realize that your insults are direct reflections of you, your insults insult you your insults prove us right, your insults put you as the root of the problem that you're complaining about. Nobody else is complaining about it, but you. You're the one that has a problem with that. And the main thing, my main focal point, so we can wrap it up here, was you guys it and I've heard this several times, so we're going to say you guys. You know, they, they don't like that generalization shit, but you're going to get generalized over here oh yes you are because you don't mind being generalized when it's something good if you don't like if you're going to tell me I can't generalize a whole group of people then I should never be able to generalize a whole group of people not even when I call them beautiful and tell you that white women want to be you see when you say white women want to be you you just generalize two groups of people at once white women and and black women and it's not a true statement you would know that if you actually talked to white women trust me they're not trying to be you They're not doing anything different than what you're doing, too. They're taking what they think is good, and they're just rocking with it. That's it. They're just doing what's hot. (laughs) Right now, unfortunately, you're hot. (laughs) I say that because the things that you guys are promoting while being hot are not good. That's why I say unfortunately. If you were using your platform right now to do great things, I would love for y'all to be hot. I used to seriously root for black women. I used to hate white women. Fucking hated them little bitches. I'm gonna school with them hoes. Them hoes got on my fucking nerves. I hated them I'm white. I used to tell them I used to throw black women in their face left and right. Y'all yeah, never be like them black girls. Black girl would never wear that much makeup. Black girl would never be out here sucking four or five dicks in one week. I used to boy what? I used to throw black women <laughs> boy I used to throw black women in white girls' face so quick they wouldn't even know what to say. And that's why I used to love doing it, cause they could never say anything back. They would just sit there and be like. Cause they'd be whipping my ass, man. And white girls used to pick on me, man. And I'd be like, "Damn!" And every time, I just threw black girls in their face. And boy, let me tell you, I hate y'all black women for making me eat those words. I used to really tell white women, black women would never get no fake body. Only white girls do that shit. Black women would never wear a face full of makeup. Only y'all white bitches do that shit because y'all ugly as fuck. Black women would then, then black women don't even wear no fake hair. Y'all got them extensions. You think, bitch? I know your hair ain't that long. I used to love throwing the sexual shit in their face. Black women don't even fuck like that. Y'all some hoes. Y'all out here, 14 years old, fucking sucking everybody in the goddamn school. Now look at me. Now look at me. Whose fault is it, though? You know? Like, like seriously, like, I... I I can't make this shit up. I love when I love when Kevin says that like, because that's how I feel too. Like, we can't make this shit up, man. Nobody's making this shit up. You know how like let me tell you black women something that I don't know, but I'm gonna speak for all the brothers on the internet that talk about black women today, right now. This is a stressful ass job. If we didn't love black women if we truly didn't love black people, we would not do this shit. I genuinely say prayers for the brothers who actually have a big platform like like Tommy Soto Mayor and Kevin Samuels because I know the, those dudes' blood pressure is through the fucking roof unless they're out there working out. I'm telling you, this is not easy. This is not easy. It's not easy at all. It's really not. It's very stressful. It's very heartbreaking. It never gets old. It never gets tiring. I mean, my bad. It gets very tiring. It leaves you in fatigue mentally and spiritually. I had a woman one time tell me, I pray for you because I know know based on what you do, you, you have to see a lot of stuff that the average person doesn't see. People don't even understand, man. Being a blogger or doing podcasts, it's its an emotional toll. Having to keep up with all this shit. And some of y'all say, well, then why you do it then? Because somebody has to do it. And when you feel like you have a voice and you know you have things that need to be said that other people just aren't saying, you're going to feel the urge to do it if you actually love people. See, the problem with a lot of y'all is y'all don't love people. You think you love people. You don't love people. You love yourself. What have you done for people lately? If there's nothing in your life that you do for people on a consistent basis, you don't love people. People who love people, they do volunteer work. They feed the homeless. They do podcasts. They talk on Instagram. They tweet. They do things for people. You don't love people if there's nothing in your life that you do for people. Do I get paid to do this? I mean, pennies, dude. If I could be honest with you, like pennies. Y'all don't know how these algorithms work, man. You got to get like a thousand views to get to even just like a hundred bucks, bro. Some of the bigger guys, they're making good money. I didn't start this podcast to make money. I didn't even know I could get paid from this podcast at the level it was at when I first started over a year ago. This is not where I see me being, this was not my career plan. I don't think when Tommy Sotomayor was 18 years old, he said, one day I'm gonna have a YouTube show where I talk about black women. I don't think this was Kevin S. Sam's idea either. When he was in college doing his thing, I don't think he said, one day I'm gonna have a show. No. So these people that are talking to you guys are talking. We're not wasting our breaths. Hopefully, you're listening. Even if you act cocky and arrogant and unbothered, but you cl- black women need to stop. Don't ever use that word again, yo. Unbothered is banned from black women's vocabulary. You guys just showed us how bothered you really are. Then you let two dudes, like the fresh and fit dude, get y'all that worked up. Yeah, I don't ever want to hear the word unbothered come from black women's mouth ever again in regards to what black men do or don't do. I don't ever want to hear that shit come out of Cynthia G's mouth. None of you black women's mouth. No more of that word. Y'all can't say it no more. You're very bothered. You're bothered in ways that go even beyond even what I could even fathom you're too bothered actually I'd say it's actually kind of weird how bothered you actually are that you're so bothered that you guys run into these places that don't want you there They were mad at that one basketball player because they say that he didn't want black girls at his boat party. Black women walk around rejecting black men all day, every day because of certain things. Sometimes things that are beyond that man's control. But the things you can control, you don't want to control, you expect the whole world to just shut up and put up with it. I don't think I'd want y'all on my boat either. Most of you, for what? Let me tell you what y'all gonna do. Y'all gonna get on the boat, pull out y'all phones, make a whole bunch of videos and and try to portray it to the world that you guys are bad bitches on a boat because you guys are bad bitches on a boat, which isn't true. You don't have your own boat and you wouldn't be on this boat if it wasn't for me. But you won't put me on the camera Then what y'all are going to do is twerk, 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 twerk. And if me and my homeboys get a little too close, y'all going to look at us like, what the hell y'all doing? Back up. For what? You're on my boat shaking ass. I am ass. I do feel entitled as you should too, if you was in my shoes, fuck. If I came to your house, you let me say, you say, Hey, y'all brothers coming here. We having a little get together. And I go in there and start shaking my dick around. And you all are like, okay, Mr. Big Meat. And I look at you like, ugh. While I'm in your house that you invited me to, shaking my dick. That's what y'all are going to do. And worst kind of worst, y'all going to get to fight and accustom you know, me and my homeboys out after demanding something from us. Damn, y'all, nothing y'all going to complain. Damn, y'all ain't got no rosé here. Or y'all just got some Hennessy. Bitch, you could drink the fucking salt water under the boat. We will jettison your ass around this motherfucker. Bitch, we'll do you like Jonah and throw you off this goddamn boat. Fuck you mean. But matter of fact, open your mouth like a spit in it. That's the, that's your goddamn rosé. Fuck wrong with you. Now let's talk about what the white girls were probably doing that boat. They're going to come on that boat. They're going to talk to the men. They're going to have fun. They're going to turn up. They're going to jump in the water. We're going to jump in the water with them. They're not going to be scared to get their hair wet so I probably would if in that situation shit if I had two groups a group of fun looking white girls a group of fun looking black girls I'm probably bringing the white girls on the boat and believe it or not I'm more physically attracted to black women than I am white women and I still would probably bring them white girls on the boat because I don't have time for the possibilities of black women anymore and that's what it's starting to come down to when you hear these black men say I don't date black women it's not that they just look at every single one of y'all think y'all ugly they don't have time for the possibilities anymore have time to keep taking these risks to see if you're gonna be the one that's not like all the rest of them because these days we can't even we don't even have the we don't even we don't even have the fair playing field to just look at black women anymore and just tell you know there was once a time you could look at a black woman and say that's a good one i didn't even gotta talk to her that she, yeah she, look at her clothes hair the way she wears her nails the way she speaks we ain't got a question it. you can't do that no more nigga that might be the worst one right there. Matter of fact, that's why I talk about the reformed hoe versus the good woman. The bitch with the long, dirty uh, braid weaves in her hair and the lime green nails and the chest tattoo, she might be the one that's going to come on the boat and actually act nice and be cool with people. It'd be this so-called educated, I'm woke sister who, yes, yeah, sis, love the... Do all that gay ass shit Let's call it what it is That gay ass shit They be doing Treating men like shit But loving the fuck Out of some women though (laughs) Let's talk about it Okay yeah Yeah She gonna be the one To come on the boat And do the worst shit Men and white girls Gonna go in that boat And get their hair wet And have fun And do drugs And get drunk And leave They might even fuck One of us They might fuck All of us For free. You know how we paid them? We let them come on our boat. A black girl, you bring a black girl on the boat, you bring a black girl on your boat. You a big time NBA player. These some regular bitches. They look good, but they some regular bitches. Could never be on a boat by their goddamn self. You bring them hoes on a boat and you try to fuck on one of them and they want to charge you some money. Bitch! Alright cool, well swim your ass back to goddamn Cayman Islands Oh, huh? you get the fuck out of my goddamn boat yeah they love to the feel entitled, why we can't feel entitled black women come around feeling entitled as a motherfucker oh you wanna get my number <laughs> you gonna buy me some Chipotle um excuse me I thought you were independent and don't need no man for nothing oh yeah they love to be entitled with niggas oh but let niggas getting tied with them and now we monsters and we thirsty and all this shit you done got on the boat shaking nothing but straight raw ass you damn right I'm thirsty as a motherfucker are you thirsty cause I could throw your ass off this boat and it's a whole lot of water for you. <laughs> you ain't gonna be thirsty no more fuck you talking about bitch gonna die from a water overdose fuck you talking about you ain't got enough gills for this shit fuck you talking about? You ain't got the lungs for this shit. Fuck you talking about? You ain't got the goddamn snorkeling gear for this shit. Fuck you talking about? They want to charge a nigga while they get on the boat. They want to ignore the nigga who's driving the boat. I'll crash this motherfucker right now. (laughs) I got me a safety vest. Y'all hoes gonna trip just cause you're gonna get your fucking weave wet. I can't got the nobody have time to take the risk no more. I was even I was even noticing, man. I'm gonna be really honest with y'all I'll open up really quick, right? I've been noticing this about myself lately, and it's it's actually kind of heartbreaking if I can be honest with you. I know based on a lot of my narratives and my rhetoric that y'all yeah, would think that this would be a good thing to me, but it's actually not. I'm gonna be really open and honest with you guys. Then after this, I'm going to go ahead and call it a night. I've been noticing that I'm losing attraction in, in our women. I've been noticing that black girls that I once thought were so fine, I'm not really finding them fine no more. And it's just, it's this natural thing for me. It's not even like to say like I'm forcing it or nothing like that. And I'm starting to really realize that when people say, man, a pretty person can become ugly to you when they're, personality is revealed to be ugly or hideous it's true when I look at these girls all I get to thinking about is all the possible trouble that can come from them and it reminds me of this scene in this movie uh, Chris Rock movie called I Think I Love My Wife and um, he was on the train one day and uh, he was looking at all these different girls and that he like I guess was tempted to cheat on his wife with or he would leave his wife for whatever, or whatever you know and he just started looking at them. And at first, he was like, damn, look at her. Ooh, and look at her. Look at her. And then he started to notice something very severely wrong with all of them. And like, for example, one of them was on the phone. And he was like, yeah, she's fine. But at what point am I going to get tired of paying that phone bill phone bill for her? Because she always on that damn phone. And he looked at another girl. And he was like, he said some other shit. Like, yeah, she looked good. But look how she... Do this, do that, third. I'm gonna get tired of that. Like, you know what I'm saying? It's like, it's it's it, it, and he he basically convinced himself, nigga, just stay with your wife because you bitches got problems. You know what I'm saying? And that's kind of what it's coming down to, I think, for a lot of black brothers. It's like maybe even for the fresh and fit dudes, it's like they start to look at it like, man, it's just not worth the risk anymore. It's not. Because then you go give it a woman who's not like these women, and you still don't get nothing out of it. So it's just, that's what I say. It's not even worth the risk. You know, when it comes to risk, there's two sides of risk. There's a reward and then there's, there's punishment, right? You can go out there and risk um, selling drugs and you could actually get rich and maybe become a rapper and never have to sell drugs again. Or you guys can end up doing Fed time. So if you found out that these drug dealers were only making maybe $200 a week, you would say, damn, that doesn't sound like it's worth the risk it's not about rich or jail it's about if I do get the reward is the reward even worth all the trouble I could go through if I didn't get the reward or the trouble I have to go to to get the reward you see what I'm saying it's like you know you know why kids don't like to sell that Sally Foster shit because they sell sell 200 fucking Sally Foster shits to get a fucking keychain are you kidding me do you know how many goddamn Sally Foster you got to sell to get an Xbox? You damn near got to make them niggas rich. You got to bring them motherfuckers. Look, you bring them niggas ten thousand dollars, they hand you a five hundred dollar video game system. You hand them niggas a thousand dollars, they give you a fucking I don't know a, a coloring book. Even as kids, we were smart enough to say this isn't worth my time. It's not worth the risk it's not worth me walking down the streets of my neighborhood ringing on all these damn doorbells my mom always talking about people get kidnapped it's not worth the risk because if I sell 5,000 of these and I don't even think it's 5,000 people in my fucking neighborhood they're gonna give me a keychain a coloring book and a bouncy ball black women have become like Sally Foster and we don't want no fucking keychain on a bouncy ball on a goddamn coloring book and I have to go way to up and beyond just to get an Xbox when I could just ask my parents and get one for Christmas for free yeah I didn't get the metaphor in that part though yeah I didn't get the metaphor in that part though they didn't, they didn't catch it they're not going to catch it it's your boy time if you have raw sex and I'm out